Hi, everybody, and welcome to Joint Air Christian Lifestyle, the podcast where we celebrate diversity within the body of Christ. I'm your host, Shane Fritz, and I'm joined today by a special guest, my father-in-law, Pastor Doug Mummert. Uh, say hi to everybody, Doug. Good morning. Good to be here. So, uh, so again, I just we're just opening this up to uh, Pastor Doug. He's got something on his heart he wants to share with us, or he's going to be uh, speaking on the subject, hearing the voice of God, and just what that's looked like for him through the years. So we're just going to turn it over to him, and uh, and we're just going to enjoy these uh, what he's got to share with us today. Yeah, well, thanks, Shane. Um, hearing the voice of God is something that I struggled with as an early Christian for, well, for several years, I guess. You know, everyone said, well, I heard this from God, or I heard that from God, and I'm like, I haven't heard anything from God. But uh, through the years, you know, with, with age, you mature. And I, I learned that mostly to hear from God was through the Word of God. Uh, as, mm-hmm. new, as new Christians, um, we have to read the Word. You know, we get saved, and, and it's like, where do we go from here? Um, a, lot of, a lot of people get saved, and they never go any further. They don't, they don't recognize, realize that the next step is sanctification mm. and to 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 be sanctified you have to stay in the word you have to be washed by the word of god and through reading the word um then you fully understand how god does speak uh through his word and if we read read in hebrews eight ten, and i'm going to read that here it says um for this is the covenant that i will make with the house of israel After those days, says the Lord, I will put my laws in their mind and write them on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. But right there, that that speaks to to us. Um, He he writes those laws in our heart. When when we get saved, we get born again, the Holy Spirit automatically comes inside of us. And right there is the key to God speaking to us, the Holy Spirit speaking to us through the Word. And if we'll read the Word, um, it, it so clarifies everything. It it's, goes further than even the Ten Commandments. You read the Ten Commandments and it speaks, uh, we'll just pick one out, and it talks about um, fornication. Um, Jesus says, if you even think that way if your mind even thinks that way it's a sin so Mm. so it goes stricter it's stricter than the law but being the holy spirit lives with inside of us he impacts us with him with his self it's easier to overcome because we have now we have the power of the holy spirit to overcome these things and i want to read another scripture here from romans romans uh, 2 28 and 29 It says, For he is not a Jew who is one outwardly, nor is circumcision that which is outward in the flesh. But he is a Jew who is one inwardly, and circumcision is that of the heart, in the spirit, not in the letter, whose praise is not from men, but from God. So, number one, we're all Jews. So, uh, like it or not, uh, maybe not our DNA, but but we're God's chosen people. And God circumcises our heart. He, he, he cuts away those things from, from our life that's unpleasing to Him mm. through His Spirit. 
and and so those laws are literally tattooed in our in our in our mind in our heart so when we do wrong god speaks to us see he speaks to us through his spirit when we do something wrong something that is sinful it automatically clicks we, we automatically know that we're doing wrong now we can fight that and we can try to make it you know fit our lifestyle but but that's not where the word the true word of god comes from it comes from the word into our mind into our heart and that scripture right there pretty well tells the story um so absolutely so um like i said it begins as salvation through through after that we go into the word we have to engulf ourselves in the word because in my in my first walk when i first got saved i didn't do that and i'm sure there's many christians out there that that didn't do that as well um when when you're ready when you're ready for god to speak to you he will speak to you whether it's through his word or or literally, he spoke to Moses through the burning bush. You know, he spoke to, to many, uh, in many different ways. But now we're living in, in a new covenant where the Holy Spirit's in us, so he can actually speak to us through the word, yes, but it goes deeper. It goes deeper mm-hmm. than, than the word itself. And that, that's going to require a lot more of us. That, it's going to require total surrender. We have to surrender to the Holy Spirit. We have to surrender to God. And, and that takes some doing, you know, I mean, it, it takes, God wants to be intimate with us mm. and, and that goes really deep. And so whenever you choose to go deep, he's willing to go deep with you. And, and, and the benefit of that is he is going to speak into you. He's, everyone has a purpose and God has a plan and a purpose for each and every one of us. And he will guide you he will lead you into that purpose and he won't do that without speaking to you and you know i remember i'll share with you years ago i was uh you know i got saved and everything and but i never really matured in the word and and things started happening at church i was on a board there and everything and and i kind of gave up you know i just didn't want to didn't want to be a part of it i was busy i was a contractor i was busy all the time so i really didn't didn't take time to read the word to really get involved in church things like I should have. Um, so one day, you know, my wife, she kept going to church. I, I was on the couch, to be honest with you. I just, <laughs> you know, I, I, I just didn't want to go until now I knew the word. I knew what salvation was. I knew what being saved was until my wife came home one day and my daughters, they were so excited. And they said, daddy, daddy, I got saved today. Mm. When they said that, it was like a, a a sword went through my heart. It broke me. It broke me in half. I wasn't there when the Holy Spirit touched them. He, he God was going to touch them. He was going to do a work in my family, whether I was going to be there or not. Well, that opened my eyes really, really wide. And uh, and so, you know, I began to go to church. I began to seek God. And I remember one day I was standing down at the altar. And I said, God, you know, I want to rededicate my life to you. And, you know, I, I, I really meant it. My heart was, you know, I love you, God. You know that. Um, I really want to rededicate myself. And I, I remember the Holy Spirit speaking to me. And that was the first time that I really felt God was speaking to my spirit. It wasn't through the word. 
It was to me directly in my spirit. He said, okay, but I want all of you this time. Mm-hmm. I don't want pieces. See, God wants—we, you know, some people think, well, they have to get themselves right before they could come to, to God and be a Christian. That's not true. But on the other side of that, when you decide you want to give your life to Christ, he, he will help you to get rid of those things, but you have to be willing to get rid of them. And that's what he was saying to me. I don't want pieces. I want all of you. And that spoke so strong to me. Then I knew I was hearing this voice that I hadn't heard before, you know, right, right. And, and this thing was starting to get real. And, and so I, I jumped into it. I mean, big time. I, I drowned it in the word. I drowned it in the spirit. I just wanted to get uh, all I could get of God. And, and, and then one day I'll share this with you. I, I was, uh, I, I was drawn to these people, the, the, they were homeless people, poor people, down and out people, throwaway people, I should say. And, uh, and it just kept, it was boiling up inside of me. It's like the Holy Spirit was inside of me, but it was boiling. It was at a boiling point. And, and, and I knew what God wanted me to do, but I didn't know how to do it. So one night it was midnight or so. And I told my wife, I said, I, I got to go. And she said, where are you going? I said, I'm going to look for some homeless people. She's, she said, you're crazy. I said, <laughs> well, yeah, I know, but I've got to do this. I, I, I just knew that I, you know, and, and God honored that. It was, I went that night. I didn't find any home, homeless people at all, Shane, but, but it was the obedience. Uh, you know yeah, what I'm saying? The willingness. It, the willingness that, that I was, God knew that I was serious when I was willing to get up, get dressed, drive around to, I don't know how many towns, cities I went to. I couldn't find any homeless. Good I didn't, because I didn't know what I would do if I would have found one. <laughs> but uh, it was that obedience, that willingness to go. That's exactly right. But from that point on, God did open doors. He opened doors at, at uh, Soup Kitchen, um, and he opened doors um, at the, the homeless shelters. He he got his vans. We got trucks. We got. Next thing I knew, um, we were getting provisions coming from every direction, hundreds, thousands of blankets and stuff to take to Baltimore. We went to the streets under the, under the, uh, the high, uh, the bridges and stuff, ministering to homeless people. People were getting saved. They were getting uh, healed, and it was tremendous. We went to New York City four times. Uh, took two vans full of people from the church to the to the New York City ministering on the streets at nighttime, people getting saved. I mean, it, it, it was just God moved in such a powerful way. Wow. And it, it was just amazing. Just one, one time of just stepping out and, you know, you step out on a maybe, you know, mm-hmm. you, maybe, maybe God's talking to me here. Maybe he's not. Well, you step out on a maybe and you might experience a miracle. Right. And that's right. exactly what happened. And that's what I that's why I really want to come here Shane and and be a part of this cuz there's so many people out there that 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 God's trying to nudge them you know God walks around with the help wanted sign on his back you know what I'm saying Amen. that's yeah. true and and he needs you he needs people that are willing to step up and step out and 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 the the uh the fields are ripe for harvest, and he's just looking for those those harvest machines to get out there and do the harvesting. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. And so I'll, I'll take this a little further. You know, it, it, that went on for several several years, and 
And then God gave me a vision. I had this vision. I never experienced a vision before. I didn't know what, you know, how that would come come to be. But I, I had this vision, and it was it was a house, and God wanted me to do something with a house and with homeless families. It wasn't to do with, like, homeless people in the street. It was homeless families, people that were down and out, maybe moms and dads that, uh, that were getting a divorce or couldn't get along or children that were being... Uh, mistreated or or whatever you know i could see all these things and i have a vision letter maybe we can post that i'm not yeah, sure yeah but the i actually wrote the vision down in, in havoc and havoc it speaks about that write the vision make it plain and i did that so I, so maybe we can put that on but but anyway god gave me this vision and and i carried this vision chain for 10 years i mean it, it went years and years and i said and i told my pastor at the time i said i must have I must have missed it somewhere along the way. You know, this has been a long time. And he said, no, you didn't miss anything. Just hang in there. And all of a sudden, things start coming together. After 10 years of, of praying about this vision and and uh, things start to come into play and, and uh, Christ Church in Littlestown offered a house that was literally, they were going to tear it down. Hmm. But I went into this house and the basement's full of water and everything needed replaced, electric, plumbing, uh, walls, fours everything was just ruined needed redone and and i began to freak out you know like any, any anybody would right like how am i going to do this god you know you and and i'll and here's the voice again the voice comes to me and says i haven't asked you to do it i've only asked you to lead it wow. i'm your god and wow and the stress just left me from that point on and i tell you what shane god took this house completely restored it he completely redid the walls, redid the septic, redid the electric, clean up to the roof, redid the roof, redid everything. And at the end of the day, Shane, it was uh, it was completely paid for. God uh, God used a lot of people, and every you know there was a lot of people able to put into this, and everyone got blessed, you know, and and they're still getting blessed. That's been about ten years now, hmm. and uh, so so God's just been so good to me, and just listening to the voice of God, and it's so important that, that we're able to do that. In the meantime, I've got license to be able to preach the gospel and didn't know where that was going to take me to. I just did what I felt the Lord was speaking to me right. about doing. And so I did that, and uh, after being licensed a couple years, I ended up, but got ordained. And before you knew it, here I was an assistant pastor uh, at, at uh, Christ Church down there, and uh, I, I was assistant pastor there for a couple years. And that was uh, a good experience. And uh, so, so that's, you know, in a, in a short paragraph, my experience when it comes to hearing the voice of God. Um, the, the other thing is Peter. You know, if we think about Peter, when Peter, Peter got out of the boat, you know, God, Christ called him to get, to get out of the boat. And that, what I like about Peter, he was gamey. You know what I mean? He, yep. got, he got out. He was willing. He's, yeah, he was willing. And he said, if I sink, I'd sink, you know, and 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 he did start to sink. But I just um, always looked up to Peter for that. And he he heard the voice of Jesus out there. And uh, and by faith, he was doing it. And that's what we do, all do. We walk by faith, you know. That's right. We, we hear it. And, and I said we might step out on a maybe sometimes. But um, most of the time, you're going to see that miracle. But... Um, I also want to share a time that I was I was sitting in church, and 
And when you learn to hear the voice of God that strong in your life and the Holy Spirit just bubbling up inside of you, you'll know. I was sitting in church once and we and the service was going so well. And people were getting saved and they were up 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 front um, praying for people and when he had the altar call. And I'm sitting in the back just enjoying the service. The, the pews are full of people. I'm sitting in the middle and the Holy Spirit says, you see that guy? And I had my eye on this guy the, the whole service. <laughs> and I didn't know why. And, and God says, he wants, he wants to give his life to me. He's my choice servant. And I tear up hmm. thinking about it. He said, if you'll just go ask him, he'll come. And he'll let you pray with him. And I said, well, I would, Lord. But I said... I can't get out on my left side, and I can't get out on my right side. <laughs> and he said, yeah, that's right. Climb over the pew. Oh. And, oh, Shane, I tell you, the, it was so powerful. I, it's like I had no choice, and I said, God, I love you. You know it. And this is gonna, could be an embarrassing moment, mm. but it is what it is. I said, I'm, I've got to do what God's called me to do, and I get up, and I climbed out over top the pews, and I walked down to that young man, and I said, "Sir, would you, would you like to give your life to Christ?" And he said, "I, I sure would." Wow. And, uh, and so. And so that was a powerful moment for me, and I've never learned. I mean, I never forgot the voice of God since that. I never will. And uh, you know, I'm 64 years old now. God's still got a call on my life, and uh, we're going to continue to go forward from there. And I, I just pray that whoever's listening to this podcast will. We'll just um, take take that into consideration when you're praying and you feel God nudging you. Uh, test him. He doesn't mind being tested because, you know, his his testing, will it, it will be true. His voice is loud. It's clear if we'll only listen. Amen. 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 Yeah. Amen. So good. Yeah, you stepped over that pew like you were stepping out of the boat, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. I, I really didn't know. I could have sunk real, I could have drowned it there, <laughs> but, but it's, it's something when the Holy Spirit's in you that strong, and that's what I say about going deep, you know, deep is, I'm talking about intimacy with God, when I say go deep, you know, you've got a love for God that's never ending, it, it's it's a stronger love than, than really than what you're going to have for your family, and that's pretty strong, mm-hmm. when you're willing, you know, I can understand when you when you have that type of love, you know, we have all, all these, these wonderful people that are martyred for Christ, still being martyred today. I can understand that, you know, what Paul said, you know, to live is for, you know, for us, but to, to die is for gain. You know, he meant that. Yep. Now, we have family, so we kind of look at it a little different than what Paul did. He wasn't married. But, but, you know, when it really comes down to it, absolutely, yeah. you know. We would give our life if we had to, yep. yeah, but you, but that requires going deep, and and that's walking where Christ Himself walked mm-hmm. with His Father. All right, yeah, it's so good. Thank you for being on, Doug. We just we appreciate having you on here so much with us and just sharing. I mean, Amen. We're talking, uh, we're going back now twenty five years probably. Maybe yeah. longer. Yeah, probably. Yes, sir. And uh, and just to have you share that wisdom with us, just uh, just amazing. I'm I'm sure it's blessing people. Yeah, amen. So uh, honored to be here. Thank you. Absolutely. 
So again, uh, everybody, we just thank you for joining us today. If you haven't subscribed, please do subscribe. That way you can get our uh, latest episodes. And uh, until we talk to you next time, uh, we, just, uh, we just pray a blessing over everybody, and we, we thank you again.